Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined by Janelle Watton. She is a program dietitian with the Child Nutrition Council of Manitoba. Janelle, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So first of all, tell our listeners a little bit about the Child Nutrition Council of Manitoba and the work that it does. So the Child Nutrition Council of Manitoba uh, is a registered charity here in Manitoba, and we provide funding to breakfast, snack, and lunch programs in schools all across the province. Uh, We know for varying reasons that there is children coming to school in our province without having a breakfast or without having snack or lunch, and that's an area that we're trying to address uh, throughout Manitoba. Why are these nutrition programs important for children, and why is it important for these programs to be available in schools and available for the kids who need them to start their day off on the right foot? Well, we really want to ensure that when children are going to school, that they all have the same equal opportunity to learn in the classroom. And I think that one thing that can really have an impact on that is hunger and not having the nourishment you need to get through the day. And I think that that's something that's been recognized throughout lots of our schools in the province is that is an area that is setting some children back and that they feel that they can take a role in that and have an impact in that area. And so that's why we've had a lot of programs kind of come forward to us and say this is something we want to address and how can we partner with the Child Nutrition Council. How many school programs are supported through the Child Nutrition Council and Roughly, how many children and youth would you say are served by those programs on an annual basis? Mm -hmm. So in 2018-19, so the last school year, uh, the Child Nutrition Council uh, was able to fund over 271 programs all throughout the province. That reached over uh, 30,000 children from grades K to 12. uh, And we, with the help of the schools that we partner with, were able to serve over 4.8 million meals throughout that school year in 2018-19. That's fantastic. So different schools have different programs. What are some examples of of different school programs that you could tell us about? Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that the Child Nutrition Council really prides ourselves on is working with our school communities and making sure that the program that's in their school really meets their needs. So it's up to them to determine what capacity they have, what equipment, what space they have to have a program. And then we go from there and they build a program. Some of our schools are in breakfast rooms, so the students will go eat all together in a room for breakfast. We have some programs that are a snack, so each classroom will get maybe a bowl of fruit and some crackers and cheese, and they'll eat maybe around their recess break. Or we have lots of grab-and-go programs as well, uh, which seem to be a little bit more popular in our high school ages as well with those programs, um, where whenever you're hungry throughout the day, there'll be a central spot in the school that you can go and grab a little bit of nourishment to get you through the day. It really goes to show that these programs sort of extend beyond just the food element of it. Mm-hmm. There's also sort of that that element of community and and the you know the well being that can come from just sharing a meal. Mm-hmm. And all of those different types of programs can have that impact as well. Whether the children are sitting down and eating at a table all together with their peers and staff, or whether they're just going into say a resource room to grab a snack, but they're able to make a connection with a staff member or a friend at that time as well. We really do like to focus on the other impacts we see other than hunger and nourishment. It builds the whole school community. We hear our schools saying all the time, we have more students coming in the door each day, attendance rates are up, engagement in the classroom and the whole school community has increased because of these programs as well. The Child Nutrition Council also provides a number of supports and resources to schools to sort of ensure that schools are able to find healthy options and in Mm -hmm. turn that kids are also so learning about healthy choices and that they'll take that with them as they as they grow older and you know make healthier decisions throughout
throughout their lives. So what are some examples of ways that the Child Nutrition Council provides uh, those kinds of supports for schools? Mm -hmm. So the Child Nutrition Council has uh, three registered dietitians uh, on their staff, and we work directly with the schools that we provide funding to. We do one-on-one site visits with our schools as often as we can get there to provide them that individualized support. So they are offering the most nutritious options they can with the budget and capacity that they have. Uh, We also offer workshops throughout the year where program coordinators and staff can come and learn from us as registered dietitians, but also learn from other programs and schools throughout the province to see what's working from them. So kind of that peer-to-peer learning as well between the different programs. Throughout all of that, we're always talking about how can we take these nutrition programs, but also expand into the whole school environment like you were talking, building it into the curriculum, building it into other activities and events, and really focusing on nutrition so students can take this into their, the rest of their lives and kind of back to their families as well. Where does the funding come from to support these programs and resources? Mm -hmm. So the council gets funding from lots of different sources. One of our main sources is through the government of Manitoba. We also receive funding from the Winnipeg Foundation through the Moffitt Family Fund. Uh, We've had that funding for quite a few years, and it's been vital uh, to continue our programming here in Manitoba. We also have um, lots of private funders, supporters, and organizations that we're working with. One way in which uh, the Child Nutrition Council raises funds for its programming is through a very special event, uh, an annual event coming up. Mm. This year's iteration is happening on Wednesday, March 11th, and it's called Stone Soup. If people have never been to a Stone Soup event before, I know myself and my colleagues have been mm-hmm. um, several times in the past, and it's it's always a fun event. Um, but what can people expect at the event for, for people who aren't familiar with Stone Soup? And who are some of the chefs and restaurants that will be participating? this year. So it is an absolutely such a fun event that we have each year. I know our staff and our uh, Stone Soup Planning Committee looks forward to planning it and taking part in this event each year. It's a public soup tasting event. Uh, It's down at the Manitoba Hydro Place Gallery on March 11th, like you'd said. Uh, And the public is able to come in, uh, purchase the tickets for $15. You'll get to try three different soups from our fantastic chefs that we're partnering with here throughout the city. You'll get to try those three soups and then you'll get to vote on your favorite. And then we are going to announce our Stone Soup uh, People Choice Award winner for our restaurant. So I know that that's something that they also really look forward to is competitions between the restaurants as well. We have some absolutely great restaurants with us this year. I can list them all just so you know if you are able to attend the event, kind of what you can look forward to. So we have the Royal Winnipeg Ballet Catering Services. We have 17th Wing with the CFB Winnipeg. We have Rudy's Eat and Drink. We have Taverna Rodos Restaurant and Lounge. We have Coco Beans Bake Shop, Smith Restaurant and Lounge. We always try to partner with a school, so we have TechVoc High School and their culinary arts students with us as well. And I understand they did like a preliminary round almost to decide which soup they were going to yeah. uh, choose this year. They wanted to get all the students in the culinary arts involved, so they kind of had their own soup wars and opened it up to the public where people could come in and do the same thing, try the soups and vote on their favorite. And the one that was voted favorite is the one that we're going to see at the Stone Soup event. Excellent. Yeah, and just to finish off, we also have Little Goat Food and Drink, 1958, Frenchway Cafe, Brazen Hall Kitchen and Brewery, and Fourth. 
Awesome. So definitely uh, an interesting list of restaurants. You can't really go wrong, I think, having heard, you know, who's involved this year. Mm-hmm. So definitely a very fun event. And if people uh, aren't able to make it out to Stone Soup that day, this month is, I understand, Stone Soup Month. So uh, this is a new initiative for 2020. Tell us a little bit about what's involved with Stone Soup Month. Yeah, so this is a new initiative that we're adding on to the event this year to, yeah, allow people that aren't able to make it down to the event on March 11th uh, and not able to make it downtown uh, to also participate in Stone Soup as well. So we have a great list of restaurants that are participating. And if you're able to go to these restaurants uh, throughout the month of March uh, and purchase a bowl of soup, uh, it may be any bowl of soup that they have or it may be a signature soup. So you can check with the restaurant. And if you purchase that and enjoy that bowl of soup, uh, they will donate $1 from that uh, sales to the Child Nutrition Council of Manitoba. If you are uh, looking to maybe go support or try these uh, unique soups, Little Goat Food and Drink is also participating in that. Fourth Restaurant, Cocoa Beans Bake Shop, Marion Street Eatery, and French Way Cafe. So some will be doing the same soups that are at our Stone Soup event, and some are creating whole new creations for that. So you might want to check out both if you can. Sounds great. So uh, definitely um, some some great ideas for lunch plans throughout the month of mm-hmm. March if, uh, if anyone wants to go check that out and also uh, support a great cause as well. We're just about out of time, but is there anything else you'd like to add about the Child Nutrition Council or about the Stone Soup event before we go? Yeah, we would just love to see you there at the event. It's such a great event to bring the whole community together to raise awareness about these school nutrition programs uh, and how we can support the schools and our students throughout Manitoba. Excellent. So to learn more about the Child Nutrition Council of Manitoba or to purchase tickets in advance at Stone Soup, you can also purchase your tickets at the event, but it might save a little bit of time getting them online in advance. So uh, you can do that online at childnutritioncouncil.com. Again, the website is childnutritioncouncil.com. I've been speaking with Janelle Watton. She is a program dietitian with the Child Nutrition Council of Manitoba. Janelle, thank you again so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org.